Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Everybody, what's good with you guys? Beer Sports, Brad and Sean, special guest Reed. He's a special guest anymore. He's just a friend of the show, right? Yeah. He's just part of it. Back again. Uh, we're having a good time off. We thought we should get going. So here we are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. A lot of things to talk about. We're going to talk about, I'm sure, the NFL season and what's going on uh, in that world. We're going to talk about the, you know, our list of players who chased rings today. That'll be fun. Uh, Sean's got a infamous cfl rules if they're real or not we'll try that out and so, um, yeah yeah it's called it's called how canadian are you yeah which we'll see uh <laughs> the game i don't want to win yeah i might just throw <laughs> those answers on purpose <laughs> anyway uh, and then stand by for that because reed and i haven't uh talked with sean for a while and so it might be interesting we're already uh in rare form so good morning fellas good morning, good morning or good afternoon or evening, wherever you are. It's 11, it's still morning. Yeah. It's early morning for you there, eh, Brad? Yeah. yeah. I've been out for a couple hours. So. Mm-hmm. I'm on East I Coast. I think I'm sweating. I'm sweating over here because I have no fan, and I'm wearing this ridiculous Buffalo Bills jersey. Thank you for finally myself. admitting that's ridiculous. No, that it's ridiculous. a great jersey. It's a it great jersey. Yeah. Nope, nope. Let the record no, show. Sean said his jersey's ridiculous. Sean, it's it, it, I need some here, fan it, down, on. Down, down here, it's 54 degrees. Yeah, it can't be warmer in up there in Toronto. It well, is, believe it or not. Listen, yeah, Sean's Sean's at that time of his age where he's in menopause, and so okay, he's having hot flashes. <laughs> hot flashes. It's uh, it's 19 degrees here in uh, Toronto. Oh, fuck you! No one knows what that means. Yeah. Ah, oh, excuse, excuse me, 66 degrees. Unbelievable! Yeah, it's 66 degrees, and you're sweating. Man. Yeah, because it's warmer in here. They shut off the air conditioning. Just give me a second. Here. Well, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Who shut off the air conditioning? You don't control the no. air conditioning in your building? No, 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 because it's a building. What? No, that's not how that works. Yeah, uh, you can't control the, way the temperature works. in your own house? Until a certain time, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now we switch from air conditioning to heating. Can you, tur- can you open a window? What? Yeah, we have windows open. So that's where your eyebrows went. They sweat off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mystery solves i'm the world's greatest oh my detective. gosh i was i was just like i'm sitting here and i'm looking at myself on camera and i'm just sweating my i'm like holy smokes anyways i was wearing hey, speaking my of, speaking of sweating off right let's uh give a shout out to our sponsors thanks to flyers brewery i uh, appreciate you fellas for always brewing the best beer on the island shout out to bodega brawl the game that's coming. Go order it now. Get it ready for uh, Christmas. It's going to be a hit. You'll, you'll love it with your kids. I'm undefeated in my house. I'm sure Sean's probably lost on his episode already, but, you know, it's fine. He plays with himself, so who knows? <laughs> and he plays the game uh, by himself also, so. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow, you're in rare form. Yeah. Uh, hey, thank you to Smooth My Balls. Remember, jump on to www.smoothmyballsbox.com in order to get your 15% off on all your manscaping needs. As well, next weekend is FLA 2's 
return to the cage in Moncton, New Brunswick. So good luck, boys. Uh, I'm sure you guys are all chomping at the bit to get that going. Um, really jealous of the people in uh, New Brunswick being able to see some good fights over there. So just remember to check out uh, www.fla.com in order to find out about how to get tickets and pay-per-view. All right, guys. I'm sweating here. Just to let you know, Toronto, Ontario has a huge Bills Mafia up here. Huge. Huge. You, you, you I agree. Like Look you at in general. It. We're looking at the size of the Mafia it's, right it's now. Big, it's it's big and sweaty. Most formidable. <laughs> so I was, walking, I was walking around downtown with my Bills shirt, and from the moment I left my home until I got back, it was Bills, Bills Mafia, we got a big game Sunday. I was like, holy smokes. I've wore my Toronto Maple Leaf stuff, my Blue Jay stuff. Nowhere near the reception that I did it was the Bills. Uh, thanks, well, Toronto. football is the greatest game in the world, mm-hmm. first of all. Absolutely. But second of all, Probably can you confirm is. or deny that that was the same shirt you're wearing today? That they were no, wearing? no, no. Yeah, I, have, I have another shirt. This is the jersey. <laughs> I thought it was going to be oh. cute. Put oh, this jersey just have, on. You just, yeah. have two, you just have two Bills clothing items? What if I do? <laughs> this is this is my uh, uh, nativity, maybe. But did you know that Sean Connery's movie from 1996, The Rock, is actually like a modern day uh, Bond movie for him? I guess it would be. You could say that. That's the theory. I, mean, I, 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 I always he's, thought it was more of like from... Jack Ryan, though. Yeah, but it, he uh, well, he, it's him under an alias because he doesn't want to be captured. That makes sense. So he was in prison. Um, so this is this for is Bond. like years, years, years later for Bond. Yep. Well, in yeah, his like twenty years later, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It makes sense for his timeline when he was when he was Bond. Yeah. Yeah, that now, I get, now I got to watch it again under a different viewpoint. I was like, I read it yesterday and was like, oh man, Twitter is giving me some real shit to talk about right now. Occasionally, they're not out of their fucking minds. Yep. Yeah, but isn't he from Scotland? Well, no, because Bond was from Scotland, so that doesn't. He is Bond. He, he, yeah, was, but, he, was, he was he was the Bond of Bonds until Daniel Craig showed up. I know. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Even Craig. then, right? Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Craig is like LeBron of, or maybe the Kobe of Bonds. Yeah. I mean, uh, Daniel Craig's just play, he's still continuing just the Sean Connery Bond, though. Yes. Very violent. Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. He just, yeah, he's running because Sean Connery walked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's... It's an extension not, of that. He's not, he's not like a Roger Moore or a Timothy Dalton or that bitch ass Pierce Brosnan Bond. Man. He's uh, I'm gonna murder everybody in my way. What about George know this for a fact, but I feel like Harvey Weinstein made the Bond movies, and Pierce Brosnan was caught in that scandal. But we should probably give a Pierce Brosnan a hashtag. But we'll just we'll save that for another time. It's pretty, he's British. It wouldn't stick. What wouldn't stick? The any, and, and yeah, and the hashtag none of that shit. It wouldn't, it wouldn't fly over there. Who would care? That's just normal. Yeah. Man. Hugh Grant was with a prostitute, and she. They they have nudity in their newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Carrie Price. That's some huge news. Um, him just, you know, just before the regular season starts, admitting himself in the NHL assistance program. Um, Can you explain what the assistance program is? Yeah, so it's to do with mental health, right? I'm not sure everybody knows exactly what the assistance yeah. program is. So it's to do with mental health. I guess that he 
realized that he has some mental health issues and has put himself in there. Him and uh, Jonathan drew in at the same time. So, I mean, that's hard for Montreal. And it's hard when you hear that somebody that you thought, you know, has ice running in his veins is, is really suffering internally and mentally. It's, it's, it's yeah, good that he's being, doing being a goalie is like uh, like it's like being a pro golfer. It's like being a closing pitcher in baseball. You know what I mean? Like it's be, like it's like being a fucking kicker. It, you have a lot of situations where all this stuff happens, and if you win, you don't really get the glory. If you lose, everybody looks at you, right? Because yeah. it usually yeah, well, it's, it's a bit like being a cornerback in the foot in football, right? Like yeah, next play, whatever yeah. happened on that play is whatever, right? Next play, you got to win. There's no yeah, – That's got to be exhausting. You can't be losing every mm-hmm. every player. You're not going to be – you know, you, get, you your win rate has to be the 90% or else you're not playing anymore. Like yeah. that's, the way that's actually that. a really good – that's a really good analogy there. Really good comparison, actually, Brad. But, yeah, but no, one, no, one, no one ever remembers, like, the – you know, they always remember the Bobby Orr flying in that St. Louis uh, – Yeah. Kind of like the finals, right? Like, they don't remember Carey Price stoning somebody for 30 shots on uh, – uh, 30 saves and 31 shots. Like right. If that's his job, he either does right. his job or he doesn't do his job. There's no like, wow, you know. Yeah, while no, you're watching, no remembers the stone wall Carey Price was last year against the Maple Leafs when they just destroyed him. Yeah, none of it. He was like, it was, it was like the Titanic, Toronto, and then iceberg <laughs> Carey Price, iceberg <laughs> Carey Price. Uh, but in all seriousness, I mean, I think it's brave of him to get there. I think it's, you know, it takes a lot of commitment to show up and, you know, to and have a job to do and just say, hey, listen, I'm not right. I have to get right. I mean, I think that's a lesson for all of us. You can't be, you can't help other people unless you're helping, you've helped yourself already. You know, yeah. if you're not right, you're not going to be the best version of yourself. And so, absolutely. Um, you know, you'd rather see it now. You'd rather see it be this way than him trying to self-medicate or whatever else uh, he thought the move was. And, you know. Well, that was the I, I biggest thing. Yeah, like the NHL that was the has thing. such a bad history with substance abuse. We've we've lost yes. an insane amount of young guys. Um, yes, you know, in and out of rehab. You right. know, it's it's crazy how many how many people you've lost in, in the NFL, NHL there specifically. You know, um, well, it's like you what know. you were mentioning about uh, Bob Probert there, right? And <laughs> yeah, like that's and a sad story. That's a sad story, story at the end of the day. You know, yeah. It is. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah, if you watch Bob Probert play, humor to it. <laughs> but it's also it's fucking heartbreaking, you know, like like yeah. a lot of this shit is. But yeah. I just I just hope to God, um, you know, with riding off what Brad said, um, you know, the balls and the bravery it takes to go do that and uh, and getting out of the way and you know, because it's, it's it's not just for you, it's for the team, it's for the organization, it's for the city, right? Right. Um, get out of the way, let someone else be in there because if you can't perform. I, I just hope that if anybody's supportive of Carey Price, they have that same energy with Simone Biles during the Olympics. I totally right? agree. To fucking get the fuck out of the way and take care of yourself and just raise your hand. And, you know, that's not to say one thing or the other, but it's, it's, the, it's the same shit. And everyone just needs to get out over their bullshit. Because we've seen too many situations, UFC, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, where guys that just shouldn't be there decide to go and put themselves out there. And it's not good. We just saw it with Nick Diaz. Yep. Yeah. Right? He said straight up, he's like, I don't want to be fighting. Well, then, yeah, and, you know, going back to Miss Biles, you have a very, like, she was saying, I'm not in this thing. I'm going to get hurt, right? Yeah. And as soon as that's where you are, isn't it? I mean, in any step of life, right? As soon as you know you're not focused enough to defend yourself or handle yourself, like, you got to take a step away. Yep. 
People's yeah, yeah. reactions to that is gross, you know. Uh, it's disgusting every time, but you know, there's, there's nothing cowardly about it. And you know, I take personal days like a motherfucker, you know. Yeah. Um, people, you got to do it. The bills will and be there when you get back. That's the thing, though, about about it all is that they they're human beings as well. You know what I mean? It's not just a betting line. It's not just you know, oh oh. You're going to lose point spread on this because all of a sudden Carey Price is not playing or all of a sudden they should be if looked at. If you're, if you're gambling on, on hockey, you, you have a bigger problem than Carey Price does. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you need to get help as well. There's Man. hotlines for that. But feels like that's a parlay with cricket involved. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. A sticky one. So I just want to point out. That's also that was also a solid screen name on AOL. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, I just wanted to point out that Brad is zero and four in our in our little uh, fantasy football league right now. I'm sorry, Brad. I I don't want to be like David Stern or uh, you know Roger Goodell. Being the commissioner is a heavy shoulder to wear, and so. I will again point out the fact, though, Sean, that I'm still outscoring you in total points for the year. So, that's okay, matchups. all right, I'll matchups give you that. Matter, but that's fine. Whatever the matchup is, fine. <laughs> it'll get right eventually. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I'll move off of that. It's probably a touchy subject for Brad. Uh, and plus, I got I have I have a robot team. Okay, I do have a robot team, just like you read. So you have a robot team too. I do the poopy pants. Yeah, it's not it's not a robot team. He's making moves. <laughs> you didn't just say it and forget it. Isaac Asimov wrote the three <laughs> rules of uh, of robot logic, and it's like can't hurt each other, can't hurt themselves, and can't hurt humans. Right? That's my yeah. that's my mind's following. Yeah, he only makes a move. Uh, fucking Logan Thomas got hurt. Had to make a move. Yep. Can't be fucking yeah. trading and shit with him. Now I didn't know you had a robot. Team. I didn't trade. I'm not trading with my team. I'm just <laughs> saying I might see that. You see, you see robot, and you're like, well, there's sex robots. You can do other stuff with them. I don't want any of that shit going on. I'm gonna I'm an advocate for that robot robot. Make sure you're not doing anything harmful. Oh, now we need to keep an eye on this. You make sure a, uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it's not a set it and forget it team. He's he's managing them both. He maybe doesn't make What are you talking trade. about? I just set the light up. That's what I mean. Come on. It's a robot team. I didn't you pick any line of the players. Up, you set the lineup weekly. Yeah. That's, I'm Rudy still going to beat that. you. Reed just sets it and walks away. And he only makes a change if someone gets hurt. Otherwise, That's not true. Hurt, Reed, Reed, Reed if, puts no. a person off for points. There's no way fans are butts. No. If, someone, if someone's hurt, if, if I get a question, I have to address it. And the robot well, Lowell we Sean have Reed sucks. is a Lowell man Sean of principles. The robot team. Listen, Lowell Reed Patterson. came on this show in a button-up shirt and a sweater. You better respect that man's hustle. I know. I'm, I'm looking at that yeah. man. He's like, look at this guy. He looks. He's looking good. He's looking good. I'm, cr- I'm killing it. This is this is yeah. peak performance right here. I can't decide if he was playing the drums before he started or if that's afterwards. But I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what the cop Golf. schedule is in uh, over there in Lowell. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this. And the, these are electronics. I can play all night. Electronic drums, yeah, I love it. Yeah, nice I love it. Yeah. All right, but you know, you I see you got dartboard in there. That Sean's height too. That's good. That's where he always throws them. He's like, ooh, ooh. exactly. He's got those heavy nets. <laughs> You're very generous, Reed. You're very. Oh generous. my like, god, Sean, the Aki's up that way. That's where you want to hit it. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, before I keep going, I just got a new haircut. I don't know if you guys could realize that. 
Anyway, so I just like want to give a shout. Mahomes, uh, Mohawks? Is that no, no, Mohawks? not even close to it. Not even close to it. I just want to give a shout out to six one one Purple Factory there. Okay. Did they Thank cut you. your eyebrows off? No, no, no. They they leave <laughs> eyebrows on. Eyebrows are optional. Uh, if you go back, <laughs> no, and watch the, If you go back and watch the tape, read, you're going to find out you've been missing that boat for a while. <laughs> the thing the thing is is that like this is a this is a stop it you're gonna spill all over yourself I this is a uh, <laughs> this is a barbershop that's owned by raekwon from wu-tang nice. so hey the chef the chef yes indeed. yes nice so did me up pretty good except for the eyebrows but that's my own problem that's my own problem <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just do just for men or something <laughs> You could draw them in no, like a trolla. All right. All right. That brings us to our conversation there, besides Russell Wilson being down, which we could talk about in a bit, because I don't have I think Seattle season's over. I do. All right, first Jesus of all, Seattle Christ. season is probably over to start with. Uh Russell Wilson getting hurt is just an idea for them to get a free look at what life looks like without Russell Wilson. So and they've uh, got bigger fish to fry, which yeah. is fix, fixing that defense, namely. Yeah. So is Schneider gonna go at some point? What's that? Is Schneider going to go at some point? Like, who, who's footing the bill for all the who's, – who's really going to feel the heat? Uh, Pete Carroll's got to feel it because he's got to be riding the boat for Ken Norton, who just is running a scheme from 1993 that everyone knows. Yep. I still say that Pete Carroll is the worst head coach. The worst. It, winning a Super Bowl ring. And that's saying something because John Gruden – won a Super Bowl ring. I think he is terrible. Terrible. You know who didn't win a Super Bowl ring? Marvel. I mean, I don't know. Listen, Pete Carroll has his moments. He has his time. I think he's like, he's he's like, he's kind of got that Sean McVay energy or Sean McVay has that Pete Carroll energy that I just don't like it. I don't like anybody. They're, they're cocky. They're, they're, there's this thing where like, no matter what, I have a script and I'm going to stick to it. I'm not going to fucking. You know, Mike Tomlin has a bit of that in him as well, where you're just like, dude, read the fucking room, right? You know? uh, if Pete Carroll wasn't my coach, I'd be not a fan. Yeah. So I think he's. I think he's tied to Ken Norton, and I think that that might be his downfall. I think Schneider moves on. I think, you know, we'll see how this offense goes the rest of the way out. But if it doesn't go well, uh, it wouldn't be a surprise if they keep Russell Wilson and they move on from the coaching staff. And I did not feel that way last offseason, but. That, so that's that's my that's the thing I was looking at though is does Pete Carroll get some kind of executive position with Seattle or does he just I think he just he retire the sunset yeah. yeah I mean it's not a talent issue right so I think Schneider's pretty safe on that deal it's they have the talent to go yeah of course what's happened is the effort on defense is terrible and I think that Ken Norton has lost that room you know and I'm rarely a fan of in season coaching changes but yeah. It, it's it, it was it was a coaching change you would have been comfortable with if they did it in five. I, I was surprised that Schottenheimer was the assistant that got let go in the offseason instead of Ken Norton Jr. To be honest, yeah. with you. right. And yeah, but here's the thing. You know, no, go ahead, go ahead, Brad. Schottenheimer ahead. probably deserved. I mean, Schottenheimer deserved to go. I I would have. I was campaigning for them, uh, both the coordinators to be gone and just to start over. Um, but especially when Dan Quinn broke free, you know. Um, out of Atlanta, that would have been a you know let him come back home and run this defense, but um, oh, I agree with that. That's not the way they decided to go, and now yeah. we're seeing it. You know, I mean, that's the thing is, is that you know, 
historically in the Pete Carroll era, we don't lose at home. And now we're down two games at home. We had a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter of the, of the opener and lost that game. Had a shot at the end of this game with a backup quarterback and couldn't get it done, you know? And that just comes down to poor coaching, so. Yeah. I I hate to say it, but uh, – no, I don't hate to say it. What are we talking about? Pete Carroll is responsible for your second Super Bowl. Where you could – like, you could have had a second Super Bowl win instead you have a loss because it was all Pete Carroll. Shot. Well, that, that – Brandon Brown is responsible. Brandon Brown is responsible. <laughs> Which, yeah, in some regards, Pete Carroll is responsible for because he cut Brandon Brown in a way that allowed him to be angry. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Brandon Brown knew that route and he ran it. I mean, Jermaine yeah. Curse is, yeah. as, is as responsible, if not more responsible, than Pete Carroll is. You have yeah. the number one running back in the league. Yeah, but sure. I mean, but he had gotten stoned two times before that, right? So that's the move. You try to catch him off guard because they I mean they had eight guys in the box, right? Like if Jermaine Curse runs his route there and Brandon Brown doesn't blow him up into the coverage, yeah. It's not a pick, it's an incomplete pass. I don't know. It's just that look worst. he had afterwards. Pete Carroll's look like a complete it's not a, it's not, a look, it's not a good look. It's not a good look no. at all. The optics of it was terrible. Yeah. But like if you really yeah. think about a lot of the stuff like Again, I, I had buddies over the other night having cigars, and they were just like, oh, fucking Malcolm Butler won us. I'm like, Malcolm Butler had nothing to do with that. He just happened to be there, and the ball hit him. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, he had nothing to fuck. Like, he had nothing to do. He didn't make a big play, none of that shit. He yep. just happened yeah. to be there. He didn't fuck He didn't up. even read it. He didn't even no. read that play. That's the all thing, right? Malcolm Butler's not the guy. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it, the optics you know were what terrible. would be fascinating to know, though? This is, I mean, it's a little bit off topic, but what do you think Malcolm Butler did to get pulled from the Super Bowl the following year? Or was it the following year or was it two years later? It was two years later. It was two years later, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, he got pulled. He got yanked hard. Probably woke up. It was up good late. because Philadelphia won. Was that your third favorite team? <laughs> no, it's not at all. I just like it when teams have never won it, wins one. It's like, well, I, have, I have no problem with Philadelphia winning it because Nick Foles. Yeah. Big Dick Nick, I love seeing that guy win. It's phenomenal. Yeah, especially especially where when Carson Wentz Carson Wentz was the the main the main loser in that situation. It's like, That's oh shit, whole... this guy can go out and. But you know, again, he, I, I think Nick Foles threw two hundred fifty yards, something like that. Like, just yeah. managed the shit out of the game. Yep, did everything right. Scored some touchdowns. He read the ten the Trent Dilfer playbook. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got Brady on the other side of the ball through with like 534 yards. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not that's not necessarily win championships. Right. Nick Foles saw his opportunity, unlike Geno Smith on Thursday night. <laughs> Geno had it. He, he had that. I mean, he went 98 he, yards in that first was, drive, he was, and he I was, was like, like, "Here we go." He was I didn't even know he was on Seattle. Was then they got the ball back. <laughs> he was see, he was six for six, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like. Yeah, I don't think we've ever two, been we six got two man drill. Career. Like, here we go. Let's get this thing like money out. <laughs> That's an interception. And like, I know I, it, wasn't, Ty- it wasn't his fault. It was his fault. Listen, <laughs> if you go back and watch it, he overthrew Tyler Lockett five yards to that side anyway. Like, Tyler wasn't even going to be in that spot. I can't blame him. All right, all right. right. Seattle. Let's face it, Seattle. They got problems. They got problems. All right, but on that note, so does Buffalo. Whatever. On that note, we're going to switch topics. Let's get into our players that have chased a ring. Every player that's ever played any sport ever. Oh, come, come on. That's like, oh, you're going to have to on. define this a little bit better. 
Yeah. Players okay, that you purposely, define it. I, I'll be I'll be right back. All right. Players that right. purposely chased a ring. So that means the players that sat there was on a losing team, just said, screw it, and then decided to jump ship. Like I I I've wanted a list here for this. Um, Brad has to go deal with something here. So uh, I don't know. Did you did you want to start this? I could start this with my pick. I got a nice uh, all right, so let's just do this. How many uh, how many NHL players do you have? I got two. Okay, so I have two. All right. Do you want to hear my two? I'm going to start with one, and if it's on yours, if if it's my guy, you know what I mean by my guy. If you're taking my guy for your number one NHL thing, no, no, I'll I'll go with mine. Okay, so okay. it's not your guy. I don't know who your guy uh, is. You know who my guy is. This is one of the most famous, the, one of the most famous uh, championship chases of all time. All right, I'm not going to take him. I know exactly who you're talking about. So I'm going to take Raymond Bork, Mr. Raymond Bork. That's my guy, you son of a bitch. What no, it's not. About? Come on. I thought it was. Jesus. All right. It, but where did he play? You start off. Play? You start off. Where did yeah, he play? Boston. No, 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 Boston. No, no, no. I did all not right. know. I did not know that was your guy. How did you not know that was my guy? Because there was another one that's like even, even more infamous. Even more infamous than Ray Bork. I thought for sure that Ray Bork would have been a hero. You would never have looked at him like that. No. He, he <laughs> spent all this time, did everything right, broke all these records, did all this shit, never won a championship. And then he was like, well, look at Colorado. with It was an all-star team. How does well, that okay. not my – that's the most all obvious. Right. Because I thought to myself that you guys would have forgiven him for that because – I forgive nothing. And then he then he jumped union lines when they were doing the fucking the whole Hannaford's uh, lockout thing there. Where they, the union was uh, with the grocery baggers or some shit. All right, he crossed he crossed union lines. I give it I give it to I you. You got Raymond Bork. No 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 Go. no no. Ticket. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. Well, I thought to myself, no. Now I feel terrible. You got Raymond Bork. You're, you're gone for five minutes, Brad. And this is it, it. Turns it. I told him I'm like I'm like listen. I got my. Who wants to start? I got two NHL guys. You got two NHL guys. I'm like, if you're gonna take my guy. It's the most obvious one. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to take your guy. Mr. No, it's not Raymond, the most obvious Mr. one. Raymond Bork. It is the most. All right. All right. So now I want to hear, I got to hear your shit on this. All right. So Ray Bork, I thought to myself, because he's, he's low. He's low on my list. Because Boston also decided that, hey, he deserves a ring. Because we stink so bad. <laughs> Let's get him to a team that he's going to win a ring on. I mean, the me guy played. A team, a team gave up talent because they felt bad for him because he hadn't won a championship. That's your. That's and he was fans. old. He was old talent. He played. He's also one of the only NHL players to play on one franchise for that long. Yeah. Am I am I right here, Reed, or what? No, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, You're probably right about that. He was very loyal for a very long time, and but. I, I don't think that has anything to do with the chasing ring. I don't think chasing a ring has chasing a ring has to be a bad thing necessarily, right? Like whether um, in it, that whether, case, whether, no. whether, whether he was blessed from uh, the fan base or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was just like, well, nothing doing here. I've put in my time with this organization. Plus, twenty seasons. NHL, yeah, plus, right? <laughs> I think if you do 10, te- 10, 10 seasons with a team, you're you're a god in that city forever, right? Unless you I'm surprised some, uh, you even had him on your list. I thought for sure that Ray Bork is untouchable. Number, That's why it took me by surprise. Fucking one. I'll touch you, Ray. I'll touch you. No one's untouchable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that yeah, that yeah, was no, like no. untouchable I, on yours. I, I I got it. You know, it was like it was like I, I I get it. But the problem I had with the whole situation was Colorado was so 
pornographically loaded with talent. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> fucked up that he went. It, it, it was it was so egregious because this team was so goddamn stacked. It, there wasn't a question <laughs> if they were winning a championship or not. It's not like Ray Bork's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to bring. It. It, it was it was so bad. It was so bad. It was like watching Sam Cassell in 2008 with the uh, with the, the Celtics. You're just like, he's not bringing anything to this team. He's just sitting and stretched out for 30 minutes a game on the sidelines. It's like, you don't bring anything to that team. Oh man. That. oh man! Oh well, so man! No, it's problem. true. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't. I did not realize games. that. In, in 99, 2000, he played 14 games. He had eight goals, six assists. Then he played 80 games in 2000, 2001, uh, seven goals, 52 assists. Right. Yeah, That's, that was that didn't make a difference. Those are very fourteen points and fourteen is huge numbers, right? For a defenseman, for a defenseman, that that team was so fucking good, it didn't even matter. It wasn't even a drop in the yeah. bucket. Yeah, it didn't move the needle. That was the yeah. problem. I had. It didn't didn't even move the needle. Yeah. So right. That's why right. Reed, so I apologize, man. One. I apologize. You go, okay. you go now with your pick, Reed. So uh, this is also Bruins. Okay, it's the, it's the reverse. Okay, someone that came to the Bruins. Okay. Similar situation. He was very loyal to the same organization for a very long period of time. And that is Mr. Uh, oh, wait, let me, let me make sure I pull up his full name here. This is a long one. Bear with me, boys. I'm going to have to hit Wikipedia one. for this one. That's a long yeah. name? It's a, it's a wildly long name. All right. This is uh, Jerome Arthur Lee Adekunle Tig Jr. Elvis Aginla. Oh, Jerome Aginla. Okay, okay. That's his real fucking name. <laughs> There's a hyphen there in, in between the second two names, Arthur Lee. It feels like, like his dad Jr. lost a bet. Is what it feels like to me. Feels like he's Nigerian. Nigerians yeah. like Mexicans. They just keep tacking on names. Well, he was, yeah. His yeah. father was from Nigeria. You're absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 But he was a, what, what's your, okay, go, go for it. I, I want to hear about, because he, he went everywhere. He became a journeyman yeah, the, at the there, end of there Calgary. Was a, there, was a, there was again. We're talking at a situation 2012, 2013 for the Bruins, right? Yeah, that was that was a, that was a heavy cup contender. In a yeah. lot of people's eyes, that was the favorite to win the cup that that season. Yeah. That's where he went. Again, he didn't have terrible numbers or anything like that. He actually he had a thirty goal season as as yeah. he's good as he's known for. Uh, but of all the of all the places he could have gone, to, I, this is my example of someone who did it right. Right, he showed up where he could make a difference. And, and make the team into a real cup contender there, right? Um, it's the exact opposite of Raymond Bork, where I think, I think that was egregious going to Colorado because, again, it's just like you're just getting on a fucking Ferrari. That was your captain for 20 going. seasons. He can what eat in the dick. world? He can eat a dick after that move. It was so gross. <laughs> right? There was other teams that he could have pu- pushed teams over, but he didn't do that. Jerome McGinley is my example of someone who did it right, right? He nothing doing in Calgary. He did his time in Calgary again. Every season, like he, what do you have? Fourteen or fifteen straight years, thirty goals plus. Yeah, Mister Fucking Reliable, Money in the Bank, no scandals, nothing. Went to Boston. Um, went to Pittsburgh first, then went to Boston. Um, real shot at winning a championship. Didn't do it. But this is this is where it gets gross with Joe McGinley. It was Pittsburgh, then Boston, then Colorado, Colorado, then LA in 2016-2017. So. It, it was not like he just like he saw one opportunity like Ray Bork was like I'm gonna go to this sure thing win my cup and then hang him up. He's just like well I'm gonna go chase this some more. I, you know if he stuck with Pittsburgh if he stuck with Boston, you know I think it would have been a little bit better. He got right, caught in right. Colorado, but I think I think he overall did it the best out of any professional athlete I've ever seen chase a ring, uh, MLB excluded because the, the yeah. history is too long and vast. 
unbelievable. He's been such a surety. So that those are my those are my two NHLers. One one egregious, unforgivable. And I can't one, believe one, Ray Bork one, is on that list. I can't believe it for you. I put it on the list because I just thought it was respectable. It was low on my list. No, there right. was, there's nothing respectful about that. <laughs> All right, Brad, you're up. Uh, Carl Malone's on my list. Mm. He's on a lot I, of people's lists. I list. took it, uh, I, yeah, you know, as well as things. <laughs> Utah Jazz lifer. Yeah. And then you go to uh, to the loaded Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, but he's not but, the only guy to do that. Not the only guy to do that. No, but I mean, we're talking <laughs> about a guy that, you know, came into the league in 85. Yeah. And then ran into, I mean, and played there for all of his career. Couldn't win. Couldn't get past Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And then ended up uh, there. And I remember when he got hurt and I remember thinking – yeah, serves you right. That's what you get. Yeah, Carl Malone was always always had this thing too, where he was kind of like uh, Muhammad Ali's Joe Frazier. You know what I mean? He was he was, yep. he was Michael Jordan's Joe Frazier, and like, uh, except you don't want to root for Carl Malone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's such a fucking villain. Oh God! You remember when uh, the WCW used him? To come in and like wrestle against Dennis Rodman in a tag team match with like Hollywood Hulk Hogan and no, this is before your time. I don't know. All I know is that Carl Malone did wrestling for a minute, a hot minute. Yeah, and he, he was and he was the face. He was the face. Yeah. Well, he had to restore his uh, his reputation after that little thirteen year old incident. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, the fun part of this for me is that Carl Malone chased the ring and did not get it. So. That's yeah. why he's on my list because wasn't that uh, the Pistons that won that year? Fuck him that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so not, I wanted to have a bit of a list that didn't just have winners on it. Uh, no, that's good. Someone who didn't work for the next. Uh, I don't. Go, I'll go again. You know, since we're okay. Yeah. Draft, snake A. Snake draft. Uh, is also <laughs> the NBA, and it's LeBron James. Man, that was my number one. I don't know how anybody can sit there and say. The LeBron James is the number one chaser of rings. That is his yeah, Game of Thrones name, here. chaser of rings. Why are you yelling? Because yeah. I hate LeBron James for that why, thing. Why would you say, you say, wait, hold on. You said that you don't know how anyone could say he was a ring yeah, chaser. No. You, you had that back. How is he not number yeah. one on this list? Oh, okay. How is he not the highest on this list? This guy is an egregious chaser well, of rings. Yeah, Ray I mean, sure, right? Like, Maybe, except for he was doing it in his prime. Like, for me, it's way worse to be, like, to take away a spot from a young guy just because you're trying to get a ring all a column alone. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And, and, and again, guy, guys want to play Le- with the LeBron James. Like, yeah, he's, right. he's the title. Yeah. He's the title. That's it. He, just so couldn't, draw, look at he, couldn't, draw enough, he couldn't draw enough talent to Cleveland before yeah. he won. That's just the way it worked out. One way like, I don't other. understand that. I don't understand that because Jordan stayed in the same team. Yeah, but we're on different eras, first of all. I mean, I don't feel yeah, that way maybe, about Kevin Maybe, maybe not. I don't feel that way about Kevin Durant. Yeah. Kevin Durant is the number two chaser of rings, but we'll get into that in a second. I'm still talking is about he? <laughs> Yes, he is. We'll get into that in a second. I still <laughs> I'm here t- stating that Michael Jordan is the greatest sinner for chasing a ring. The greatest. Michael, Michael Jordan? 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. LeBron just James. Mute, Michael Jordan is the best. Just mute your mic for a minute. Go wipe the sweat <laughs> off your face and come back when you can make a sentence. Michael Jordan's the best. LeBron James. See, I was mentioning the best, so all of a sudden I put Michael Jordan in there. Uh, LeBron James is, is the ultimate sinner for that. He is. Just think about it. It's like, you know, the whole entire – what, the, the announcement, the announcement – 2010. I don't think anybody can ever forget that, you know. About when I take my talents off this camera, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that guy is Sounds terrible. Burn his Brad jersey in the driveway. <laughs> LeBron James is LeBron terrible. James has made so much fucking money for everybody, and he's he's sent so many fucking kids to school. Guy yeah. is not banging anybody but his wife. He doesn't. He doesn't even have an Urban Meyer moment, which I'm not even sure how the fuck we didn't bring that up because that was the biggest. <laughs> I didn't do shit, but I'm saying sorry anyways. And a billionaire who probably does way worse than me on a nightly basis is telling me. I, my favorite I well, my favorite part of that Crazy. whole story is if you see the picture, he's wearing that Ohio State quarter zip. <laughs> I was like, he was in Columbus. That's what you do, right? Like, he was trying to remind me of who he was. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still in the fraternity. He's in, his, he's in the restaurant that he half owns in yeah. Columbus. And he's just like, remember me? That's why Shad's so upset. You know what I mean? Just, you know. Nobody knows. Just think about if LeBron was walking around LA in Cleveland Cavaliers gear. I mean, it'd just be an outrage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. All right. So LeBron, I, I was expecting him to come much later in this, but okay, he's there. He's out there. Uh, yeah, wonderful human being, but terrible for a franchise as far as we must have you. And look how it blew up in Miami's face. Oh, I'm man. sorry. That first uh, season, he's won, they won, he's won, they won ring, 50%. He's won they won 50%. Three, he's won rings in three cities. Yeah, did he not win a ring in Miami? Yes. yes. Yeah, and he not, did. He won two. Listen, okay, this is so, how I feel about it, right? About ring chasers are guys guy that face. come in and don't add value, right? That's a ring chaser yeah. to me. It's a guy that comes in and doesn't add value. That's not true, man. Because ring chasers come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> all right lebron james Not a surprise I... that sean's favorite sport is professional wrestling <laughs> listen here jabroni lebron all right reed you're up uh again this is this is a guy that i i knew it wouldn't last it was cool when he saw when he came here but like Brad, this is this is one of my favorite ones because I was I wasn't the biggest fan of this guy, and it was cool seeing him come here and not win a championship, even though it's one of the most famous not winning a fucking championship situations ever. And that was Randy Moss in two thousand seven coming to the New England Patriots. Yep, he's uh he was one of my fallbacks if you guys were doubling up on me. That's that's one of the funniest. Just like man, what does Randy yep. Moss have to do? Yeah. <laughs> he did everything. He did everything to win too. That's like, the thing, was, right? like, played his he ass broke off. records. I've never seen him. He was he was he was peak Randy Moss maturity. I, I became a Randy Moss fan in 2007. Did they get Eli? Moss fan. Yeah, you get Eli. Yeah. They get Eli. Yeah. 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 Because like, you think about it, he broke he broke the single season record for touchdown receptions, right? Like that season. Yeah, and that was that was uh Brady's uh Brady's uh, high point as well. So it was like watching yeah. a it was like watching a video game every week. It was like every watching game. someone play like a professional mad player play eight mode. year old. Yeah, yeah every mode. week. Just oh, yeah. I mean, it was, 
man, it was fantastic to watch. And to lose to lose the Super Bowl by a field goal, seventeen to fourteen, it's just right. No, it, it was it was textbook. But like you know, from '98 until that point, I didn't I didn't care much for Randy Moss. But seeing how he came in and I I, I knew it wouldn't last, but I didn't think it would it would work as well as it did with a Belichick and a Randy Moss. I could I could imagine those guys being in the same fucking room until that happened. Yeah, right. it was one of my favorite situations to see, and uh, <laughs> he went straight cash, the- homie. Straight lost, cash. Lost by three fucking points <laughs> after the guy's been going yeah all fucking season. Right? You think he just well, yeah? It, the fact that they only put up fourteen in the Super Bowl is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So it was just like, I knew, one of my favorite situations of all time. I knew that that was New York's championships. I knew that was their victory when you saw uh, Eli Manning get away. Some people grabbing on his jersey, and he still managed to get that pass off. And then, uh, homeboy, there coming up with the catch on his helmet. Like David, I, I'm like, David Tyree. That's Just right, Tyree. Like man's name. Sorry, you knew two, this two is ease, like, two ease, my friend. Two ease. <laughs> this is uh, this was a complete team of destiny at that point. All right, yeah. I guess this brings me to back to me, doesn't it? Yeah. All nice. right. So, all right. So my pick here. Uh, I'm going to go with a basketball pick as well because I had one there. It's uh, old CB4, Chris Bosh. Yeah. Mm. What a villain he became in Toronto after that because he was just leading all the fans in Toronto down this primrose path. And then the announcement happens, and then we're just sitting there going, but he got a championship over there, I guess. CB4, Chris Bosh, absolutely a villain. And now that we have a championship, I guess we've – Decided to forgive him finally, but you know we're pretty forgiving like that in Canada. Nothing from you guys because you guys, I guess, Chris Bosch doesn't even register on your guys' uh, Richter scale, eh? Nope. nope. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I, I, I got five in my pocket. And I'm not even going to give one for that. <laughs> I remember right. what, well, what do you got? <laughs> Chris Bosch, yeah. You really hated uh, this Saturday morning. This, this might Listen, be, you remember uh, when they thought that there was a top three? That was the top three players in the NBA at that time. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron that James. Was a team, that was the top three players on a team. It wasn't the top three players in the NBA. Yeah, because Chris Bosh was definitely so he, not top anything. He was, he was a good power forward. Maybe yeah, he was a good than, power forward. He wasn't better than Dirk. I mean, yeah. We saw that, right? You know. I mean, Kevin Durant I think was still had, playing at that point. James yeah. Harden was playing at that point. I mean, it wasn't top three talent. I mean, you could argue LeBron and Dwayne Wade were probably top five at that point, but Chris yeah. Bosh wasn't a top five talent. So, no. They definitely had the yeah. top three, I think, but we saw that uh, previously with, you know, an honorable mention Kevin Garnett going to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, you know, that Kevin Garnett deal almost didn't happen in Boston. He almost went to the Lakers. Yeah. That's crazy, eh? That team would have been wild if he'd gone to the Lakers. I mean, they were they were great in Boston, right? But man. They, they would have won. I think they would have went fucking straight for five. Yeah. It would have been, been insane. Absolutely All right. insane. So now we're going snake draft. This is my turn again. This is my last pick. This is it. I'm going for all the marbles here. All of it. Are you going NBA? Marion, Marion Hosa, NHL. Oh, come on. Give him come on. Tell me that that is not the most disgusting <laughs> name you ever heard in the NHL. 
Oh, I'm going to go on to the Pittsburgh Penguins this season because I want a cup. Oh, we lost to Detroit. Oh, let me jump over to Detroit now because I want to win the cup with Detroit. Oh, we lost to Pittsburgh. Finally, the recipe gets right when he goes over to Chicago. Chicago. I mean, come on, man. But he, 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 again, he was one of those ones where he was such a fucking, he, he was a big plus for those teams. Absolutely. He was, top he, was line, he was playing top lines on all those teams. Absolutely. I mean, it's gross. How he, he literally swung from Pittsburgh, <laughs> which was in hindsight, Pittsburgh looks gross, right? Because you're like, look at how fucking good that team was. But we didn't know how good Pittsburgh was back then. Right. Yeah. But it, the real gross move is like, I lose. And then I'm going to go to the team that beat us. You know, <laughs> it's like an eighties movie. Like Brad beat me on the mountain. So my girl, he gets my girlfriend now. And he's like, look, oh, oh. You know, Marion Hosa was the chick, you know, yeah. and it, it's just like that, that, yeah, that's, that's a thing. But, you know, I don't think, Chica- I don't think everyone knew how good Chicago was going to be when Marion Hosa showed up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I agree. She'd be on this list, but I don't think it's a, I don't, I think, I still think Ray Bork's way more egregious. <laughs> <laughs> Marion Mary Hosa, Hosa literally, <laughs> he was like, he was just a complete, like he was whoring himself out. He's like, oh, you want my talents? Uh, uh, He's from the Czech Republic, man. They have a, they have a long history of whoring themselves out. I'm telling Sorry you. for all our Czech listeners, but you know what I'm talking about. Um. He's out there gouging <laughs> eyes, out there gouging eyes and then jumping teeth. Come on. Like, <laughs> it, 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 optically it, when you look back and you're just like this motherfucker right but you know pittsburgh nobody knew pittsburgh was that good when he was there the jump to detroit was really gross um again chicago is kind of like all right you know he yeah, i think he's just incredibly lucky come on man what are you talking lucky. about patrick Kane and jonathan taves everybody knew after that first <clears throat> that picked, first playoff thing he picked winners yeah, I, I you know it's like if if you're if you're a guy at his age, you're like I'm gonna go somewhere. That that's what you like. That's what I said at the top of this was they're all they're all ring chasers. Everyone that yeah. plays professional anything yeah. should be a ring chaser. Yeah, I mean there's certainly guys that obviously aren't that don't give a shit. They're just happy with the paycheck and happy to be there. Um, everyone on the Bills. I mean, you uh, would think you would think Sean that your fan base would be real careful being in second place. Yeah. Oh, wow. Four years in wow. a row. Uh, I know, I know. That's quite the thing there. It's a curse. It's a curse. Yeah, I don't think he right. deserves that much vitriol. I don't think he. I don't think his was that egregious. Uh, because Marinosa, Marinosa was such a. He was such an addition. To, look at his numbers. I thought you meant Sean because Sean wasn't a Bills fan. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, fuck. Sean's egregious. <laughs> All right, it's your it's your pick, Reed. Go for it. Wait, I think uh, Brad had something he yeah. wanted to jump over to. I was just going to say, I thought it was my pick, so I was just going to jump into it. No, it was Snake Draft. Snake Draft. Snake Draft. But then Reed went, and then you went. Now I'm mad That's not how that works. Yeah, rounds. yeah. yeah it was Snake Draft. Snake yeah, work. Snake Draft. Snake. Snake. No, you're just – it's Snake. It's two. All right, Brad, go ahead. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll All right. close. That's fine. Go ahead, Reed. Um, oh, shit, I, I lost my list. Oh, I was gonna say Tracy McGrady. Oh, there you go. It's interesting. You yeah. think T Mac? Because I was thinking T Mac, and then I was like, I don't know, man. He could have had a he could have had a ring if he stayed in Toronto. Yeah, but he thought he had a better shot in Orlando. Yeah, in Orlando. I think that's so. more not chasing a ring, but trying to. I'm a prolific player. No, he was trying to chase a ring. He didn't think it was going to happen in Toronto. 
Yeah? I think so. I don't know how anybody can say that when you have two of the greatest talents in the NBA at that time on the same team. But you didn't have a big man, so that's uh, not going to win how you win championships, that. especially in that you league. Can, you can you can get time. an addition. You can get an addition. I mean, to me, you, it was like that was more. That was more. I want to be the superstar in a team as opposed to chasing a ring. I disagree. You had to have an elite big man at some level, right? Look back at the teams that were winning at that point. Yeah. Yep. Even the Pistons having Ben Wallace, who was just the defensive player of the year standard for five years. Right. The Lakers with Shaq. I mean, Celtics with Kevin Garnett. You had to have mm-hmm. a, a quality big man to do that. And you yep. were not going to have that in Toronto. And you weren't going to add one. Not with that Not with that ownership group. They weren't spending money. Nope. It was tied up in those two players. They weren't going to win anything. I, and again, I, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like it was egregious. Was the teacher's pension, did they own uh, the Raptors back then? No, none of that moment Wait, there. What? No, no. Teacher's pension owned the Maple Leafs there. Uh, but then when MLSE became a whole entire conglomerate, that's uh, a whole bunch of other people that ended up getting investing in that there. But yeah, I wasn't a teacher's pension at that moment. No, okay. that was still pre, pre that. Yeah, yeah, because they have one of those vibes where it was either just like, uh, an I don't give a shit owner or something like the teacher's pension situation, where yeah. it's like it's, it's not that they don't give a shit; it's just they're they're more concerned with protecting. Yeah, they the were just capped out. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think that they were more interested in keeping Vince uh, Carter at that moment. That was their guy. That was that was the guy. Yeah, you could say that, but Tracy McGrady was his cousin. So yeah, that, yeah, blood. Yeah, but if you have a look at it, if T Mac were to stay in Toronto, there was a good possibility that, that could be a championship team in a couple of seasons. So I I, I don't know. And a couple of seasons versus I, one just going right in and being a championship team. Yeah, you're and, just making the point. T- T- Mac was such a talent that you know it, it's it's kind of hard to sit there. You, any team he spends enough time on, you're going to look at it and be like, yeah, he's probably going to win one. For a guy that never won one, when all was said and done, it's it's still mind blowing to see, right? You know, him him and AI are two of the craziest. You know, um, yeah, yeah. How the yeah. fuck Tracy Tracy McGrady getting hurt uh, feels to me a lot like Grant Hill getting hurt. It just feels like a wasted opportunity for greatness. Yeah, I agree with you. Not that they didn't do with it, but that was, you know. Yeah. I, I ran across some Grant Hill highlights uh, earlier this week from, like, his first two years in the league. Dude, I forgot how badly Grant Hill used to just bang <laughs> on people. My goodness. Yeah. Grant Hill was just giving it to fools. Yeah. So, I have, I, have a, I have a, you know, since I do have one more honorable mention. But Brad, yeah. I just want to double check with you. Is your guy a NBA, MLB? What sport are we talking about? Uh, it's NFL, and if you get it, I would be surprised. Perfect. I don't have NFL as my honorable mention, and that's going to be Mr. Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose, mm. nineteen eighty. Yeah, guy already had fucking two or three titles at that point. He's thirty-eight years old. And he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get another one. It's, it's one of the, it's, it's a, it's, it's. I'm bookending this with two of the most egregious old guy in sport you know you've already got enough success in your life he had two championships and he decided to go try to chase another one so yeah Um, and that did did no value in doing so added zero value actually he was a negative overall yeah it wasn't like he was just it was a good veteran guy to have in the room no he's like he was trying to fuck everyone's wife Mm -hmm. uh obviously gambling on games all that good stuff um i still think he belongs in the hall of fame 
Hashtag. Yeah. Ty Cobb. Hashtag. Ty Cobb's in the Hall of Fame, so why not beat Rose? What the word? Yeah. Well, no, Ty Cobb was a different time. Come on. Yeah. Still. That's important. All right. Jeez. Go All for right, it. So that, that's mine. Let's hear it, Brad. Uh, Deion Sanders. I have that as a pick. I thought for sure you would never pick him. I thought for sure that Deion Sanders was going to be off your list altogether. I'm actually surprised. That switch from the 49ers to the Cowboys was 100% about getting a ring. And it was was in division, not even in conference, right? Not It was in division. It's pretty fucking gross. And I love Deion. Deion's one of my favorite players of all time. Like, I still yeah. rock with Deion Sanders to this day. I think he's a fantastic coach. I think he's a great motivator and speaker and all those things. And but these days, as the, kid would, the kids would say today, the disrespect. Yes. The, disrespect. The, blatant, the blatant disrespect. That would be like Brady going to fucking um, Miami. Yeah. You know, it would just be like, ugh. Yeah. Like, where, really? And then winning, right? Like, yeah. I, don't, I, think, I think Miami's not far off from winning a championship. Um, with with the Tom Brady there, you know what I mean. So it, yep. I think it would be just as gross. Uh, but yeah, Deion oh, Sanders. Man. That's man. The year, the Pats fan base would have to be on watch. <laughs> it, would, it would be terrible. I, I would just move to Miami. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, well, that's all I need. I'm, I'm not moving to Tampa, but I move to Miami. Do coke. <laughs> be, like, be like that guy that has the uh, half Brady Pats jersey and half Tampa Bay jersey. That, oh, that, that was that, that was be, great. That, should, that was that great. should be its own fucking episode. There's only there's <laughs> only one person that's allowed to do the half jersey thing, and that's that's Mama McCordy. Okay, yeah. she's well, the only yeah, one that's allowed oh, to yeah. do that. Uh, I appreciate the Curry family for when they rolled it, like when their yeah, kids sure. were playing. One wore one, and one wore the other. That's what the yeah. parents should do. This yeah. joining yeah. of the jersey thing is terrible. Like yeah, I agree. McCord- we'll McCordy's, an episode on single, it. It's so McCord- gross. Mama McCordy is a single woman, though. So yeah. Well, in the end, double duty. I think. But get an uncle or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or whatever. I, you know, bring a friend. Just do she only she only oh. did it when they were she only did it when they were playing each other. Yeah. If yeah. she was just at a Titans game and and um, you know. Yep. Which is fair. Was there, yeah. yeah. The, then she would just wear that jersey. Yeah. I have less. I have less vitriol against the parents <sighs> that do it, but just a regular old fan that did it. And especially yeah, people, when it's the people same that have player. never been. People have never met Tom Brady uh, yes. wearing that shit. I'm just like you, you whore. Oh. Listen, I hope that it was a rough ride for him out of the stadium. That's all I want to say about it. It probably wasn't. They probably cried, and some dude named Sully fucking carried him on his shoulders. <laughs> They're crying and hugging each other on the way out. Like, Tom, oh, you did it, Tom. You did it. You came and back said, and you I think I've still. said it before here. Like, the worst beating I've ever seen in my entire life was that guy wearing the Sean Alexander jersey and the Pittsburgh Steelers hat. Like, that guy. <laughs> that guy got it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Frankly, how the, how the how, how the fuck is Tom Brady not on this list? Because he was on my list initially. I thought it'd be two on the nose. Yeah, it was no, two man, that two guy got six championships in New England. I didn't want to keep him that, on that, there. That's it's that's like, why that's why he's as great as gross as Pete Rose. Yeah, so did you, you guys see that? There was an article this week that came out that's uh, speculating now that uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick were having a last man standing. Uh, war like who would be the last one to leave or you know to be there and <laughs> that, they, have a, uh, they, have, they have a dead pool a, a death pool yeah and then tom <laughs> that tom felt like uh bill was gonna run him in the ground and then cut him when he had nothing left so he left while he could go impress somebody else hey man i i don't disagree with him and i'm glad he beat uh, bill belichick and now i'm wondering to myself well, what's bill belichick gonna do is uh why? Quarterback ain't why? That bad. why why 
Oh, what do you want? Why, why do you give a shit? Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are fucking friends. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anybody else this. Okay, I'm just telling you guys in confidence. But I really like Bill Belichick right now. <laughs> you What's know, happening I, with Cam Newton though? Is he going over to uh, the Seahawks? Like, what's no, going on with him? No, we'll trade. Is he a poison pill? We'll, we would trade for Nick Foles before we brought Cam Newton in. Cam Newton oh. would be such a great fucking circus to distract from the whole thing, and that's what Cam Newton did when Tom Brady left. Was Cam yeah. Newton gave everyone forgot Tom Brady being in Tampa Bay except when Tim, except when he won in that championship. But everyone got so over Tom Brady not being there because it was just like, look at this fucking asshole. This is why Boston is still the most racist city in the fucking country. It's just like no matter what Cam Newton did, they were just like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Look at him. And it's like the Italian leather shoes, the Run DMC hat. Yeah, like what getting is sacked it? five times because our, our whole entire O line fucking decided to opt. No one's going to talk about all the starters that decided not to play football due to COVID. And it, it somehow Cam's the biggest piece of shit on the fucking planet. Seriously. That's how you know that Belichick's a hard coach because they were like, hey, we'll pay your full salary if you say you're scared. And they're like, yeah, we're scared. We don't want to. Yeah. We're nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck. That's crazy. But that, you know, Cam Newton did like one of the most brave things was going to fucking, you know, a, a Boston suburb to play football as a starting quarterback after Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. He's the exact yeah. opposite of Tom Especially Brady. Especially for old Josh McDaniels, who probably isn't very talented, oh, to be honest with you, right? No. I mean, you he had the benefit of being between Tom Brady and fucking Bill Belichick. Yeah. No one was talking yeah. about Josh fucking McDaniels. Well, <laughs> look at what he went to go do on his own. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Denver. Oh. It was also hard to watch. Yeah. And then he came was... crawling back. And he thought about going for that. Remember that Colts job scenario? Yeah. And then he was just like, nah, I got a real nah. good thing here. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, I'm good. No one even knows who the fuck I am. Yep. <laughs> I have no stress. No stress. Oh my He's gosh. like, I got paid a boatload of money. I don't have to give a fuck. I get to, uh, I get to play Madden for a living. <laughs> before we close off, I want to touch quickly on the NFL. I think we could probably all agree, and this, uh, Sean's going to get real puffed over this, but the game of the week is Buffalo at Kansas City, right? Can we all agree Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's the game of the week, for sure. Um, I, I did want to say, so yeah, it really is because it's because the schedule is so soft. I'll just tell you that, that it's the game of the week. Yeah. I'm I'm looking to see what these, Oh, I don't know about that. Listen, I'll tell you this here. Listen, I'll just don't say anything. I'm just going to read the schedule as is. Okay. Yeah. You're right, Brad. It's the Jets versus the Falcons. It's Green Bay at Cincinnati. It's Detroit at Minnesota, Denver at Pittsburgh, Miami at Tampa, the Saints at the Redskins, I mean the football team. Uh, the Eagles at Carolina, Tennessee, Jacksonville, New England at Houston, Chicago at Vegas, Cleveland and the Chargers, the Giants and Cowboys, San Francisco, the Cardinals. You got the Giants and Cowboys playing, and that's not the number one game of the week. No, that's Crazy. not the number one game of the week. Listen, no, it, it is. I agree. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah. yeah. Dak Prescott's going to cry what, what, what during the anthem again because he's you know, going to be. Listen, Browns, Browns Chargers has me stoked. That, that one has me stoked as well because, I mean, Two young quarterbacks. Well, I guess is 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 he even young anymore? There, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I don't know. Yes, he's still young. He hasn't yeah. even signed his second contract yet, has he? Yeah, I, they, so, he still has a he has still has a two in his fucking age. So yeah, yeah. he's fine. So those two, those two going at it, that's great. And the Niners and uh, the Cardinals isn't uh, what's his face getting his first start there? Trey Lance. Yeah, but Trey, yeah, but that's not going to be a good game. Trey Lance. No. I mean, you, if you watched, I mean, I watched him last week, and he's he's going to be a good quarterback. There's really little doubt about that in my mind. But he's not one right now. No. And Broncos. He'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Broncos. Is, is even worth bringing up. 
Yeah, I'm saying it's Buffalo, Kansas City by default, and maybe maybe it's Cleveland and the Chargers. The Indianapolis, Baltimore Monday night's a terrible game. Yeah, my favorite game of the week is going to be uh, uh, Eagles and and Carolina. Yeah, that's going to be my favorite game of the week. Yeah, just because I love watching Jalen Hurts and uh, and Smith there connect. Yeah, I love seeing Zach Ertz continue to be irrelevant. Um, And I love. I I, I said it for years as as a Pats fan. I'm like Sam Darnold is a fucking talented kid. Yep. He's he got is. somewhere where he can fucking give it, be, you know, yep. spread yes. wins a bit. It and is look fun. at it down in Carolina. It's yeah. great it's to watch. It's fun watching the Cafferts back. Yeah. I, love this, I love this season that the it's a little bit topsy-turvy still, right? There's yeah. some stuff that's going on. That no, you know, it's, it feels good. It feels like we're back in the thing. Anyway. A lot of crazy shit in the air. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot All of right. fun. That's, that's the beauty of the season. It's not a sure thing of – we're not watching. We're not watching. Also, Rands just to see, so we can watch the same championship game. It really feels like for the first time, there's a really a shot for everyone. Not everyone, but you know, yeah. More than Tampa Bay's probably going to win another one, but but yeah, you know, Cleveland's just a couple of dial turns away from getting their shit together, right? Like, yeah, um, fucking uh, the Raiders looked weirdly fucking sufficient for somehow. You know what I mean? I know. Like they're winning fucking football games. Their um, car is balling. It's it's fucking weird. Yeah, fucking weird. And and charges. I mean, Justin Herbert looks great. Sophomore, no sophomore jinx there. You know. Yeah, and then you got Austin right. Eckler back there, who's balling out like a fucking real yeah. big boy RB one. Yeah, le- le- it's only count. about it's listen. We're two weeks away from Eckler having a knee sprain that holds him out for four weeks. Let's not get ourselves. <laughs> I got some bench spots dedicated that 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 completely agree with that. Yeah. So yeah. All right, all right. So to close us out, one on one is going to be John, how Canadian Wilder, are you? Uh, uh, Tyson Fury three. Oh, we're going to do this? Okay. Yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this real quick here. You want to hear my top three of why I don't give a fuck about this uh, this Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury three fight? <laughs> <laughs> it mostly yeah. has to do with a draw that should have been a draw. And then yep. Fury, like, it's, you know, Fury's going to win three fights, probably. You know what I do Back enjoy, though, show. is that uh, as manufactured as their trash talk may be, there's also some real hate in it. Oh, yeah, of course. Familiar oh, yeah. the back, the videos yeah. and the hollering, and hoot, like all that. That show is top shelf. So you've got yeah. you've got a fucking gypsy. Uh, uh, we're not supposed to say gypsy. Oh no, he says gypsy. So yeah, yeah you got a gypsy and a a, a gigantic black dude from Alabama. Yeah. Right? yeah, they both have bloody histories full of not being treated well by anybody. Yeah, and you stick them in the like. That's why it just oh man, so great. I don't know if you guys saw it, but last night there was an altercation in the back hallway, and they're both yelling about each other's mamas. <laughs> and, Tyson, and then Tyson Fury's brother starts screaming, right? And some lady, oh, she God. must be like the PR rep for uh, Deontay, was walking down the hallway and she was like, just get in your room, Tyson, just get in your room, you know, this little blonde lady. And she walks in. <laughs> so he walks into the room, you know, and he's flipping the bird to Deontay, who's walking away down the hall. And then Tyson Fury's brother starts screaming at him, you know, about how he's going to rip his face off. And he's like, I don't play this ring stuff like my brother does. Like, I'll fight you right now and kill you. And he's got like a Reed Homer haircut. And yep. that blonde lady looks at me and goes, shut your mouth and cut your hair. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, man, that lady gives no. Arch. Arch. Hey, you want to talk about bravery with mental, mental health? Fury was doing that a long time ago, man. Oh, yeah. 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 So, good on him. Team Fury. Sure enough. Here. Uh, before we get into this CFL question, the more important question mm-hmm. is, Reed, how long till we can see you in cornrows? Mm-hmm. I could do cornrows right now. I know. You guys like. Yeah, you got the look. I just I, last hoping... time I did cornrows, I was uh, ten years old. Listen, I was hoping Uh-oh. that before you cut that that beautiful mane off, if that day ever comes, I will get it. I'll get up. I'll get rode up. Yeah, and you got you got to like, let us know so we can have you on the uh, the show then for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna get the beads too and everything like that. Ooh. You know, full <laughs> full full AI experience. All right, here it is. How Canadian are you? So, 
This is a question about CFL. Come on. No, no, no. Play with me. Play with me. Also gross. So CFL. Do you know your camera's still on, Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) CFL, CFL rules and standards. Here we go. All right. So you guys, hey, 10 points for every question. All right. How many questions are there? I got five. (laughs) All right. So first question. What is the national anthem? Wait, 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 wait. What do you win? My respect. John's eyebrows in that magical box he has in that corner. He's gonna mount you. That, that's an urn. That's an urn. That's yeah. where his eyebrows. That's a- <laughs> yeah. Sean's eyebrow urn. <laughs> All right. So first question: What? Na- how many national anthems are played in a CFL game? Oh, Reed, you smacked it. Yes, go ahead. I'm gonna have to go with two, Chuck. Two national anthems. What are you talking about? Is that the one, CFL? Yeah. It's uh, one. It's one. 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 No, one. I thought, the I Canadian guys, national anthem. I thought you guys had. I thought you guys had two. There's no. Two there's two. Well, there's two versions. There's two choruses. That's what they. they there's a verse, yeah, they the a chorus, French, another uh, verse, the, the English one. Yeah. Then there's a horn solo. All right. If you want to go with French and English, I'll give you that. But there's only one national anthem Kobe. played. But that's two. That's. The words aren't even the same. They don't mean the same. Oh my gosh. All right. Different songs. Question number two. Did I get that point? I give me a Tia honorably. So 10 points to read. I agree is right. I mean, if you can if you can argue with them, it's not right, but it is, but you agree. It's it's technical. It's technical. It's no, technical. It's not I give us what I was going to say there's 207 free sovereign nations in the world. So they probably play all 207 of them to not offend anybody. <laughs> All right. How many times? How many times did the Toronto Argonauts play against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Zero. That's your answer? Yep. Reed? I'm going to go with uh, none. Okay. You're both wrong. Toronto Argonauts played the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1960 <laughs> at CNE Stadium. And Pittsburgh won. Okay. Was, it, was it professionally <laughs> was or was it, yeah, was, was it, it a like, scrimmage? Yeah. No. So at the end, what was happening okay. from every now and then, the top NFL team and the top uh, CFL team would play all the way up until so every, like, like every five years they tried it for two Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Years. I mean, 41, they had like three of them. What's the, and then uh, what, 50, was the score, 51. what was the score of the game? What was the score of the game? Of which one? Of the, of the, the Steelers, Steelers against the Argos. Yeah, the, yeah it was forty-three. Girl. Yeah, forty-three points for the Steelers and sixteen for the Toronto Argos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the last oh, they, time they that took it easy. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey guys, this is a good this one. Is this is a great thing. We've got the two best teams from each division, and they're they're just going to play each other, and it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be the best football anyone's ever seen. All right, asleep by the second quarter. <laughs> Who was, this is question number three. We'll have two more. Who was the first American team to win the Grey Cup? First American team? What do you mean, like yes. the United States of America? That's right. What? Uh, the British Columbian Knights. No, because they're Canadian. <laughs> no, I disagree. I don't know if you've been to BC lately, but that's not, not true. Reed, even if you just uh, give me a city. All right. 
uh, Houston. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> the Baltimore Stallions are the first American team to win the Grey Cup in 1995. Uh, the so Houston 93... Texans. Is the answer the Houston Texans? <laughs> <laughs> I would say the Oilers, but Texans, <laughs> Oilers, something. All right. Fourth oh, question. Is the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> no, they don't have any championships. That's right. <laughs> All right. Fourth question. Fourth question. We're almost All done. Right. Thank God. Fourth question. All right. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Brad? I can't believe you're, you're killing me. You're killing me. I agreed. To, I agreed to one question. And it took five. All right. What? What constitutes as a rouge? Oh man, you know what? You told me this, and I forgot. A ruse? A rouge. Are you saying ruse? Like someone pulled rouge. the wool over your ass? Le yeah. rouge. Like the color red in French. Moulin Rouge. Oh, Moulin Rouge. What constitutes it? Like how do you make how do you make red? How do you get a rouge? Velvet. Is velvet definitely involved? Yeah. Do you mix in some like spider webs? Yeah. I think that it's the team, it's the team that scores while the Christina Aguilera song is playing. I think that's how you get the rouge. Is that right? No, a I'm rouge, is, 10 a rouge, points, Brad. A rouge, a rouge is butter, and then you add a little flour to it. That's oh. how you make gravies. Yeah. All right. Oh, there. I'm giving you. You got a rouge Brad. and a maripois and some chicken. You get chicken pot pie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving Brad a ten points there just for that answer. Uh, I'm going to give what you the fuck read, is a rouge. Rouge is red, right? I'm going to tell you right now. So a rouge is a single point in the in the uh, CFL. So basically, if you were to is kick, it a PAT? no, it's not a PAT. So right, if you were sorry, to kick, if you were to kick, I'm already punt bored. your ball away, and your ball, or even if off the kickoff you punt the ball, and the ball sails outside of the end zone, that's a point. If you punt it you, and it's in the end zone, you participate in trophy assholes. You just giving points away for shit like that. This yeah, is because the you most have to play the ball. There is no, there is no safety. You have to run the ball out. You can't just kneel down there and then all of a sudden, here you go. I'm at this the 35 yard line. This is the most little line. brother game in the world. Okay, here <laughs> to make it fair, we get a running head start to the line of scrimmage, and the field, the field's not wide enough. We need to make the, the field has to be longer. And you know what else? I get a point for kicking the ball out of bounds. <laughs> mom said so. Mom said we can't play unless this is the way it is. You want me to go inside and tell mom you're not going to be fair and let me play? Ah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Last question. How many downs are questions? How many downs are in the CFL? The whole thing's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The whole fucking thing is a downer. It's I'm one. The answer is one. One per All, game. One one big down. One big down. <laughs> no wonder you get three. drink. My it's three God. downs. Oh well, you have three gosh. downs. Yeah. Yeah, three downs. Because Ugh. again, four would be too competitive, Reed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It ends up a tie, um, and so honestly, we each, we each get an eyebrow. Is that what you're saying? We both lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Whole thing oh. feels like a setup. <laughs> John, next, next time, if, when, if I ask you where the fuck your eyebrows are, just be like, oh, you know, I donated them to charity. There's a charity for people for eyebrows, and I donated. Just use that answer from now on. That's I mean, my. I misunderstood the locks for love. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not gonna get rid of this or this. <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows. Yeah, the the worst eyebrows bro. were. I thought someone could use them. Oh. <laughs> like, bro, surely one of the people that wouldn't need locks for love needs to have a fade. They've got to be. A, you know. 
<laughs> There's some lady with God. alopecia right now crushing it with those brows. Oh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Just murdering. Oh my it. God. Majestic caliper the caliper uh <laughs> caterpillars. I just had tremendous fun here today. This is this some eight-year-old episode. walking around looking like Eugene fucking Levy with Sean's <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Sean, blink blink if blink if uh if your eyebrows are being held hostage and you were told not to contact <laughs> the authorities. Just blink. He can't oh raise your eyes. What's going to run through his eyes? The more he does that, the more sweat drips in his eyes. It doesn't have natural can we, can ability we, to stop get, it. Can we get Sean a fucking GBS sweatband? Because he really fucking. <laughs> we, we should make one. <laughs> he, he doesn't have what? the God's sweatband anymore yeah. of, uh, of eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you need to do with the lighting situation over there. You have one of those ring lights. It might be too close. Yeah, it's on there right now. Eyebrow. That's why he's it's so squinty. Singed him off. Yeah, <laughs> singed him off. Oh my gosh, guys! I uh, this is thoroughly enjoyable. <laughs> um, we were gonna have to have you on again for hockey rules when we're gonna do hockey rules there. I think you'll do yeah, a lot better. Than that. Yeah, he's not gonna make fun of hockey rules. That's not me. I fucking hate hockey rules ever since the trapezoid. There you go. See, <laughs> a lot of okay, kids. There. With that, be back next time. Until then, be good. Be good at it. Right, Adios. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.